think we're recording. It says it's recording. Okay. We're recording (laughs) (laughs) on Zoom, not Skype. So this is not not behaving today. No, it wasn't Skype. Jeez. So uh, we're doing Zoom, which is in the media right now for some privacy concerns. Oh, cool. But the the good news is we just put this out in the public so anyone can listen to it. Exactly. (laughs) So there's nothing private on here. Um, Hey, by the way, you're listening to It's a Shame. Yes, it's a podcast about shame and uh, how it doesn't have any place in our lives, or shouldn't anyway. Yeah, we're tired of it. We're going to get rid of it, and uh, we do that topic by topic every week, new episodes on Tuesdays. Mm -hmm. I'm Danielle Nelson. I'm Lily Rogers. And uh, we are your hosts, co-captains of this this shameless ship sailing the seas. (laughs) Of twenty fucking twenty, and let me tell you, those are these are rough waters. Yeah, we're sailing the seas, but we are sailing alone. Yeah, sailing alone in an isolated cabin. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, so we we usually podcast in the same room, and we've got this set up now where we're doing this. Uh, we're respecting social distancing, and we are recording remotely. We can see each other, but yeah, it's weird. This is our third week in a row. Yeah, I don't I don't love it. No, I've been counting and I think that this is my 17th day of self-isolation. Um so that's 17 days the only place that I've been is the on walks around the neighborhood and to the grocery store mm-hmm. and even then I've only been to the grocery store once. Mm. Yeah, walks, grocery store and yeah, I think that's it. And then I've been to the grocery store. I've gone a couple times because um, my schedule has allowed me to go first thing in the morning during the week. And mm. Jamie usually has like calls and stuff then. Um, but and yeah, it is a crazy, crazy world out there too when you leave the confines of your home. Yeah, I I haven't really much, so I don't know. <laughs> but oh yeah, on walks and stuff, it's it is it's nuts. It's there are a lot of people like on bikes and walking mm-hmm. and. I've seen a lot of that, but yeah. Yeah, it's, it's, um, I feel like here, at least it's been like over in this neck of the woods, it's been like pretty active bicycles, kids, mm-hmm. um, out with their parents. We went for a walk tonight with the dog, lots of dog walkers everywhere. Um, and, uh, yeah, I mean, it's, parks are closed here in California and hiking trails, generally places where people would meet you were to meet there it's closed um Mm -hmm. so yeah so it's a lot of sidewalk action for a city yeah yeah we we've been sitting on our porch in the evenings and watching the sunset actually stephanie's out there now um and you know people just walking by with their dogs or you know just whatever yeah and i mean it's been nice like people are saying hi and being very neighborly and mm-hmm. you know that's encouraging I think that it, it is nice that everybody's <laughs> like talking I like that yeah. like people who come down the street are just like hello how are you or like hi and of course I I mean I'm always talking to people so I don't feel such like a freak now when I'm like your dog is so cute people are like <laughs> eager to hear it and yeah. calling like, hey, bye don't talk yeah. to me yeah in the past they're just like mm-hmm, thanks lady 
Um, <laughs> you know, it's funny. I haven't been counting my isolation days. Um, I don't even remember when I started. I feel like I have a um, a willful ignorance about that. Mm. Oh, sorry. And I'm no. like, hey, it's been exactly this many days and hours and minutes. No, don't feel <laughs> um, bad. It's just, I mean, I might have to stop at some point because, I mean, there's at least another month of this and that's just going to, yeah, it's going to start to get depressing. Yeah. So I, I, I'm, I have like weird, um, I don't want to call them OCD because I think that's disrespectful to people who have OCD, but I have certain, uh, certain behaviors that, uh, are like kind of like ticks or quirks or whatever. Okay. And one of them is I like count certain things down by, so I buy tea bags. I buy PG tips. They're the best tea in mm-hmm. the world. And they come in individual bags that I just like plop into my cup. Um, anywho. So I, I transfer those tea bags because they're, they come in packs of 40. So I transfer those from the box that they come in into a jar, mm-hmm. like a clear glass jar. So I can like see, you know, whatever. Yeah. And like, as like every day, I was just sort of like do countdowns. Like, oh, I wonder if like XYZ will be done in my life before I'm done with these 40 bags. Oh, interesting. Okay. And like, I just, it always just pops into my head for some reason. Like, um, you know, like there was one where it was like, I was paying off a certain bill or whatever. And I was like, I wonder if I'll have that bill paid off before these bags are like, I'm done yeah, with I, I've done things like that. I've definitely done things like that. Like, um, I, um, I have a habit of when I buy a new journal or like lately it's um, uh, notebooks that I buy for write, taking notes with clients. Mm-hmm. I'll flip to a random page and make a note to myself so that when I get to that page, oh, I'm just funny. like, oh, hi. From the past. Hi from the past. Yeah. It's like a weird thing I've done since I was a kid or I'll like draw a little thing. That's fun. I like that a lot. Yeah. yeah. I mean, this has been less fun because when I first started, cause I got like a new ba- new box of tea and I was like, Oh, I wonder <laughs> ha, 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 if quarantine will be over by then. Of course it will. And now I'm looking at that like steady decline in that jar. And I'm like, I'm going to finish this box and then probably open my next one. Yeah. Yeah. I think you will. I think you're going to get through a couple PG tips before it's all over. I know. What are you doing to take care of yourself? Lately, instead of asking people how they are, because all of us are just fucking getting by, um, I ask, how are you, how are you taking care of yourself? What are you doing to take care of yourself? Um, I'm trying to make sure that I move my body and get some exercise and some air, Mm -hmm. like going outside. I, the sitting on the porch and sunset's been really nice. Um, I'm, putting makeup on nice I know that that sounds lame but no um, my vanity time and by that I mean sure it's also because I'm being vain but I'm sitting at like a physical vanity is like has always been my like sanctuary time in the mornings uh, Mm -hmm. before work it's like my alone time it's kind of how I think and I zone out and I just like listen to podcasts or watch YouTube and Mm -hmm. put on my makeup and it's like my peaceful time so making sure that I still do that has been important to me. Yeah. Um, well, routine is like super important, right? Like yeah. Even to- though I'm just like rolling into my living room instead of, you know, going into work. Yeah. yeah. I put on eyeliner today and I told Jamie, I was like, I feel like I sort of like, 
got dressed a little bit. And then mm-hmm. I had some jewelry that was tangled, a couple necklaces. So I had, while I had client calls today, I untangled the necklaces. So I'm like, oh, I'm going to start wearing like these necklaces. And then I was like, man, I kind of maybe should like really just start dressing up. Like yeah. maybe I should dress up for my sessions. Maybe I should like put a hat on. I don't know. I mean, I'm like, people are seeing me. I'm seeing myself like reflect, which by the way, is my least favorite thing about the quarantine. I my was going to say thing. that. I was just thinking about that too. Yeah. I'm so fucking tired of looking at my reflection and I'm trying and I have a thing now where I'll open a separate window and like put the half screen and then I'll move the other window that I opened of the browser over my face in the little tiny window because I cannot bear to see myself because I am so vain. I will look at myself. I am... Yeah, I mean, you just kind of do because you're always just like, oh, like what's going on with my uh, Mm -hmm. hair or, you know. Like, I don't know what I look like. Do you know what I mean? That's the other thing. I'm like, okay. Yeah, it's just, it is frustrating though because it's like nobody is usually faced with their own reflection this much. No, I don't, I don't like it at all. It's not great. (laughs) No, and I, I tried to find some screenshots for the, the first week of the podcast and I haven't, I need to do it for last week. Um, I'm like, how often do I make that weird derpy face when I'm doing things? Like at one point I went to adjust my watch and I was like, what are you doing? Like, what is that (laughs) face? So then I've tried to be aware of like what maybe my tongue is doing in my closed mouth. That's making my mouth look good. And I'm just like, wait, time the fuck out. You should not be looking at your face this much. You know what I mean? I had like a, hot minute when I worked for PBS where I hosted a show that was on and I hated it because I would watch it and all I would do is just criticize my physical appearance and the way I talked and yeah and I just I don't I don't like it I don't like looking at myself I'm not I'm not comfortable with it I don't either I'm just on self-overload I think <laughs> just my like, baseline before this shit was self overload. I'm so tired of my own company. I am, yeah, I'm definitely getting the point. Like, I'm tired of hearing my own voice in headphones. Like, I'm tired of yes, um, yes. looking at my own face in Zoom meetings. And yes. I was in like, I was in meetings like almost all day today. And so I have not, not had my face in front of me for like the majority of the day. Yeah. I know I know and here's the thing like I haven't had makeup on like today I put eyeliner on and then I right before the pandemic I bought some new lipstick and I'm like I was telling myself I'm like well you are at work like you're in a professional setting like you're still offering professional services to people and they show up as they should very casual because they're just at home you know yeah Um, and I have been showing up a little casual myself and I've been like, okay, how do I, and then my, my hair is now pink. And so what's interesting is today I got so much commentary and I realized it brightened people up to Mm. see me kind of like look a certain way. And I was like, 
they're not getting out, but they're getting to see me. And I was like, okay, I should, I not dress up. I'm not going to start wearing fucking costumes or anything, but you know what I mean? Like, I do know what you mean. I'm like, I want them to feel like they're, they're getting out. You know what I mean? Not like they're talking to another person in pajamas. Yeah. And I mean, it's always fun when there's like something interesting to, to look at too. That's like, I don't know, like, um, for instance, I always love Jen Kirkman's stand-up specials. Uh-huh. The reason why is uh, she's funny as fuck, but also, um, like, fits, like she always has, like, interesting jewelry on that's fun to look at. Yeah. So, like, the whole time that she's, like, doing her stand-up, you're, I'm always, like, looking at her necklace and her rings and, like... Mm-hmm like her outfit uh, like there's always something like kind of fun and distracting about it I don't know why I, I like that so much but it's like oh it's kind of sparkles <laughs> yeah well it's like so, you're, you said it really well like it's just something to look at like mm-hmm. you want something to look at it's nice to be distracted by those things especially when it's like in a controlled setting where it's like you're watching a stand-up comedian or you're watching a lecture or if you're looking at one person Mm -hmm. for a while it's nice to have things that catch your eye yeah and I love a piece of jewelry or clothing that's a little bit harder to figure out Mm -hmm. like yeah for sure oh like how how is that made or how does that fold into itself or like what Mm -hmm. color exactly is that (laughs) like what I had a professor who had like this ring um that I was like obsessed with the whole semester because I could never get a handle on it. Mm. And it was like, there was part of me too that like never wanted to see it up close. Like I wanted (laughs) it to like remain an enigma. Yeah. Yeah. This mysterious ring. Yeah. Um, (laughs) Do you have brand new information? I do, but it's kind of lame and it's really short. Okay. It's not going to probably spur any conversation, but I'll I'll say it. You never know. That's true. Um, so I don't know if we've ever said as much or if our listeners know, but, um, although we love, love, love our theme song that our spouses wrote and it's amazing. We originally wanted, um, the song shame, shame, shame by Shirley and company, mm-hmm. Shirley right. and company. Right. Yeah. Um, and I had never heard it before. I think you found it, Danielle, or did you know about it already? Um, I found, I knew Shirley cause she's from new orleans i think and then i had heard of i'd heard her music or her voice she's got anyway i'd heard of her and then i found the song mm-hmm. when we were looking for a song for the podcast and i was and like oh like, i know this perfect one. and fun and it's fun to dance to it's one of my it's become like one of my faves and i guess it was like a one-hit wonder because we've played it i mean there was that moment i'll never forget cheers uh which is a fabulous gay bar Oh, and yes. San Diego. Uh, oh, I miss going to Cheers. I miss Cheers so much. I got to bust my tank top out now that I'm letting my armpit hair grow out. I really feel like I got. I, that's a good. That's a solid Cheers look. Yeah, know? yeah, um, for sure. But it's this great uh, gay bar with fabulous carpet uh, that is the emblem of Cheers with palm trees on the carpet um, itself. But anyway, all of this to say, circle back. Uh, I didn't know that it was a one-hit wonder until I played it on the jukebox and the the bartender who was, I don't want to say an older gentleman, probably in his 60s, I would guess, yeah, cranked it and started singing it. He's like, <laughs> totally. he's like, I have not heard this in years. And I was like, what? And then it made me kind of do some research and I was like, oh shit, it was a hit. But anyway, yeah. yes, the song. Well, well, I love, love, love it. And do you still have the like recordings of it when we were like 
hanging out in your yard and drinking 100%. and then we all started singing it and Absolutely. recording ourselves singing it yeah. we should we should release some of that to our our uh, our listeners oh yeah oh, that was... i mean it might not be a treat but um you'll at least get some laughs out of it it was so fun it was so fun i just remember being very very uh intoxicated mm-hmm. and and this we'd been drinking day drinking and it was like all right let's let's do it let's sing along let's because we we hadn't yet gone down the deep dirty shit slide that is copyright of music yeah. and so we had like these delusions of grandeur that we were going to like use that as the song and yeah maybe we could sing along to it and then it was just like barrier after barrier and somehow yeah get the rights or buy the rights and that they be super affordable or whatever yeah uh yeah well so it's funny because I had never encountered that song before and I haven't really heard it in the wild since you know since you played it in cheers Mm -hmm. but that doesn't really count because you played it um (laughs) but so the other night so we're re-watching a lot of shows because what else are we going to do with our time um turned on the Sopranos for the first time in many, many years. It's in the first episode of the Sopranos. No, it is not. It is. No, it is not. Yes, I heard it. And I was like, oh my God, that's shame, shame, shame. And I was like, it's in the Sopranos. Uh, yeah. Okay. Weird. Jamie is going to do a backflip with excitement because he's like, <laughs> why don't we rewatch some of our like heavy duty favorites, you know, like Succession or Sopranos or Mad Men. And I'm like, yeah, we could start a new one. But now if I start with episode one, he's just going to be like, all right, let's do this. <laughs> well, I know. So Tony time. We started it and we were, we're a couple of episodes deep, but I, I think it's going to, it's one of those good ones for me because I naturally self, um, I don't know, what, limit mm-hmm. because it's such a dark show Yeah, and I cannot binge it or I get in like really, yeah. really bad moods. So yeah. after like a couple of episodes, I'm like, it's time to do something else now. Yes. So it's a good thing to turn on when you're like, okay, we'll watch a little bit of TV, but then we should like do something else. My father-in-law watched, binged it after he had hip replacement, I get knee, knee replacement surgery. And he mm. said he was having night terrors. Yeah. Like oh he had God. to like stop watching. He's like, I'm sure it was the pain medication. I'm like, and the show, yeah. like the show itself is intense. Yeah, I would only watch it during the day there toward the end because I would get home from work and Jamie would always be later than me and I wanted to hit a refresh and I had never seen the show. So that was my mental refresh is I would get home and watch an episode of The Sopranos. But I couldn't, I got to a point when it started getting really dark in those later seasons where I was like, I can't watch this after the sun sets. It was just like, it, it was like too dark of a place to go. Yeah, it's very dark and there's so much violence and like, it's, yeah, just like the fucked up family dynamics yes. and friendship dynamics and, and like what people are capable of doing with. to each other. Yes. And you fall like in love with certain characters and the treatment that they get and what happens to them is just, it's like devastating and like, yeah, you, you grow to love these characters and then, yeah, you see how they turn on each other and, oh, it's yeah. great well, how like how, like, corrupting power is and, and yeah. this sort of, like, game that everybody is playing and how it's, like, how is that more important than life? Yeah, which and I think all- is... Go ahead. No, no, no. I, which I was going to say, I think it's, like, an excellent segue into our topic. Yeah, that's true. It's a good segue into the topic. 
which um, is, you know, we are thinking about sort of what's happening right now with self-isolation and why we're doing it and, and what it's for. And, and that yeah. kind of led to the topic of um, the greater good and mm-hmm. sort of self-sacrifice or um, putting your, your own needs aside for the greater good, or maybe not like times when you don't do that and yeah. kind of, um, yeah, like what's our responsibility and, and, and how can shame settle on us when we feel like we haven't met that responsibility? Mm-hmm. Is that an okay yeah. way of putting it? Yeah, no, that's perfectly summarized. Yeah, so I just, I feel like there's a lot of, there are a lot of people who have guilt and there are a lot of people who maybe even have shame about the fact that they are resentful of the fact that they have to stay inside. Um, I am sure there are a ton of people who are ashamed and they shouldn't be of being fucking furious because they've had to cancel weddings, memorials, um, proms. Oh God, Ellen just posted something today. And I I felt like a dum-dum because she was like, here's a picture of me at prom. She's like, do your throwback Thursday or whatever um, or something. And it was all about because there are so many people who are going to miss a prom they've been looking forward to. I forgot that it's like almost prom season. And I looked at the hashtag and I wish I hadn't because so many girls were posting photos of their dresses hanging in their closets or like photos of them in their dress when they bought it. And I was just like, shit, that's awful. I mean, like if this is your senior year and like you got a special dress and like, it's just, it's truly grieving. This is bereavement. And I, I mean, I bet people are fucking furious and probably having tantrums. I would, I, absolutely would if I were like in high school or shit even now if I had something big planned and I had to miss it I'd be like it's not fair you know like you're getting robbed of like a rite of passage and yeah and a a life experience that only comes once in your life yeah yeah that's gotta be yeah horribly upsetting (laughs) especially you know for teenagers who are yeah like they're just starting out all of that fun stuff like yeah my sister and I talked a little bit about it because I was a senior in my college and she was a senior in high school when Katrina happened and we Mm. had both just started like the I it was my last semester I was supposed to graduate in the middle of the year and then um for her she missed the half first half of her senior year of high school which that's a big deal you know that is a big deal and so I mean for me it was like oh I have to push things back a little bit but with college I wasn't you know I wasn't as invested but I do remember it being like really devastating for her and her friends because that's that's a big time in your life like you said it's landmark there are things that you've been anticipating for a long time and you know I think like a lot of us who are saying are having to grieve the loss of things that we're not getting to do, whether it's going out with friends on a Friday night or something that I didn't realize I was pissed about, but I'm starting to get pissed about is uh, Jamie and I were going to be in Hawaii this month. Mm, And now it's starting to dawn on me, like the loss of a vacation that we had like saved for and planned for. And like, and I'm starting to get a little bit like, well, this is bullshit, you know? And I'm realizing that like, 
what we grieve in those moments is like a story we had already told ourselves. Like I had already envisioned some of the sundresses I wanted to wear. I, you know, I'd like made a little map of Maui and like places, you know, and like, yeah. and I have to let all of that go now. And yeah, say like that's not going to happen. Well, it's interesting because like uh, you bringing up prom, I mean, I just sort of, I feel like the younger generations are, well, it seems like a lot of them, like Gen Z is a little bit more um, dialed into and tuned into like self-sacrifice a little bit more because they are like inheriting such messes all over the place. And I yeah. feel, I think that a lot of them feel the weight of responsibility of like climate change and, mm-hmm. you know, like things like gun violence and all of that. And like, mm-hmm. they are, have already sacrificed so much for, mm-hmm. you know, some of the the global issues of, you know, obviously climate change, but yeah. then, you know, even to just, you know, everything being connect, more connected and, and more global now. And they're, you know, the generation where that has just always been the case, it hasn't been a slow build for them. Right. So, I mean, I think that, you know, this sort of stuff, they might be a little bit more attuned to dealing with, but at the same time, that doesn't mean that, it doesn't suck and they, they don't deserve yeah. every, every, you know, woeful experience. Feeling. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, absolutely. And yeah. So I think that there is, it doesn't have to necessarily be that you missed a wedding that you plan to be upset and to yeah. be frustrated that you have to stay inside and self isolate. Um, a friend, a mutual friend of ours today texted me randomly about something on the podcast, actually. She oh. mentioned uh, that she had found Katie Jane Hughes, the makeup artist. Oh, nice. And yeah, and she was like, oh my God, I'm obsessed. Uh, <laughs> shout out winner. Um, uh, so yeah, so she was like, I really like, she's like, and I never want to go out on a Wednesday. She's like, but I am like tonight stir crazy. And I'm just yeah. like, I want to go out. She's like, and I would, I would never go out on a Wednesday night. But it's like, it's that thing. It's almost like once you've been told, like you can't do something and you've obeyed long enough, yeah. you become like an insubordinate child. And you're like, <laughs> Fuck this, like I'm going out. No one can stop me. Yeah, I mean, I think that the, the oh God, the, yeah, just the stir craziness. And then, yeah, kind of being told like, you can't do this. And that makes you want to do it even more. But I think that like the only like true, like, sanity saver is that it is for the greater good and yeah. knowing that you're right. protecting other people it's not just protecting yourself you know it's it's not just about not trying to get the virus yourself it's about trying to really like flatten that curve and like yeah and, you just made keep me keep other people safe and you just made me think of something a little bit and I'm like I wonder um because like when you're, when you're talking about like, you're keeping other people safe. And I'm like, I wonder like how much, because how much of it, how many of us are getting through it by with just a little bit of martyrdom. Oh a yeah. A bit of like, like, no, absolutely. I, when you said that, I'm like, mm-hmm. <laughs> well, that's what I'm doing for the greater good. I haven't, I haven't even been out. I haven't been out at all. Could have gone out many times. Haven't done it. Yeah, exactly. I could just be out there. Yeah, I'm not my life because because I care about the greater good. I think (laughs) globally and act 
locally. <laughs> Just like my tote bag that I get groceries in says. <laughs> I mean, what kind of progressive liberal doesn't love a little bit of martyrdom? Oh, 100%. We're yeah. white. We, kind of, we invented the shit. Exactly. It's built into our DNA. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, no, but uh, speaking of weddings, I... Um, so I follow some YouTubers and, and one of my favorites uh, was about to get married in May, I think. Um, and they canceled their wedding and made a video about it. And they do kind of like talk about it. Her name's Hannah Hart. If anybody is interested, it's like my heart on YouTube. We can put a link. Um, but their video is really, really good because they talk about like we're sad mm-hmm. and we're allowed to be sad and it's hitting us in waves and the feelings yeah. about it are very complicated, but like we know that it's the right thing to do for our family, for ourselves, for the world. Um, you know, and like ultimately in terms of like life and safety and wellness of people, this is not that big of a deal, but at the same time, it's a big deal. It is a big deal. You know, it's your wedding. Like that's yeah. a big fucking deal. It's a big deal. And I feel like, it, like I was saying, like it, it doesn't have to be your wedding though. That is shitty and you deserve to throw a fit because I would. I mean, not that because I would, you deserve to, but I'm just saying <laughs> that the reaction seems relatable to me if you right, are right, throwing right. a fit. Um, but I mean, even small things, like yeah. I, we have friends who are in bands that are, you know, they got a gig somewhere and now they can't play and they, you know, just the things you're looking forward to, which God, that's another thing I've just been thinking about, like with regard to depression, especially as it relates to women. We've talked about it, you and I, on many occasions. And I think we've talked about it on the podcast that we both need things to look forward to. Like that's yep. something we share. And I think it's I think it's especially important for women to have things that we look forward to and that we anticipate. And this fucking virus is not making that shit easy because nope. there's it's unknown. There's no timeline. So it's not like, like for example, with Hawaii, it's not like, okay, great. Like, we'll just postpone the trip and we'll go in the fall. It's like, I don't know what's going to happen in the fall. Yeah. It's funny because Steph and I were playing cards last night and she randomly was just like, wasn't it fun when we used to like go to LA and leave town and do things? <laughs> <laughs> it was like, it was fun. Yes. Boy, it that was, was great. Me. Yeah. So many years ago. And then I was scrolling through some pictures, um, I don't know what I was looking for something. And then there was just like one year that was just really travel heavy. Like you, like you and me and Jamie and Steph went on a lot of trips together and Steph and I went on a couple of solo trips. And I just had so many pictures from that year. Cause I was trying yeah. to find like the year before as I'm just yeah. like scrolling, scrolling, scrolling. Mm-hmm. And I was like, damn, I took a lot of pictures. Why? And then I kind of like stopped and was looking. I was like, Oh, cause we went on so many trips. And like, I think we were doing that because it was just like post election and i remember was it 2017 i feel like we 2017 traveled, i feel like we traveled so much in 2017 it was 2017 and i think that a lot of that was just like we were just so freaked out and just like trying to make ourselves feel better and just like yep. okay what's the next thing like we have to have something to look forward to like where are we going now yep. like what are we doing <laughs> like yep. it was absolutely a coping mechanism without a doubt yeah and now like not having that and like the news in the world just being so fucking scary and not having that sort of like escape route mm-hmm. you know, of like mm-hmm. something to look forward to something to do is so terrifying it's really scary um yeah I have a trip on the books that I cannot really disclose because it's a surprise and I mean I'm probably giving it away just by saying that but um 
I have a, I have a loose trip. Um, and I, I think I'm gonna have to cancel it. And I'm really, really bummed about it. And that was the only, that was like my glimmer of hope. And the, the one thing I had booked in the horizon that I was like, okay, well, that's going to happen. Like, and I'm like, okay, even with this timeline, I think that could happen. And, and now I'm realizing like, I, I don't think that's going to happen. And yeah. And, and then I'm like, I have nothing, yeah, I have nothing on the, I don't have any trips booked. I don't have, you know, I'm not like anticipating something. Right. Well, you, you can anticipate keeping the world safe. Oh, that's right. <laughs> I forgot about saving Don't the world. That. Yes. Oh, you are yeah. helping to save the world, Danielle. I knew it. Oh, that's right. I'm doing this for other people. Mm-hmm. Hello, I'm selfless. <laughs> Martyr. <laughs> but okay, so like Did in you that not way. hear about my tote bag? I have a tote bag. <laughs> I don't even take plastic or paper. <laughs> We've given up plastics. I've given up so much. You don't know how much I've sacrificed. It's a lot for me to be in my climate-controlled home in San Diego with my, you know, where the weather is very nice with my partner and my access to clean running water and sanitation and my grocery stores and my clean, you know, like I, I mean, I'm not, I'm not suffering, but, but, but I also get the human component which is I'm fucking tired of this shit yeah you know because I do feel shitty I know that I know that I have it better than so many people I know that but guess what I also don't like this very much (laughs) trying to make the best of it ordered a new puzzle today oh that's exciting Mm -hmm. they're selling (laughs) at a jigsaw puzzles yeah um I mean there are a few markets that are surprisingly getting well not surprising given the circumstances but i think like without this virus you would never have guessed like okay in 2020 what are going to be the hot items bidets and puzzles bidets and puzzles bidets and puzzles it's our hip-hop song (laughs) it's also like like the it sounds like a life of luxury to be honest it's like Oh, but like like topic of conversation. On the bidet. Yeah, well, we got a new bidet. We have, oh, we just ordered another puzzle. You know us, leisure. Um, <laughs> I can't even wipe my ass. I need water to do it. I press a button. Um, yeah. <laughs> oh, God. Yeah. Yeah. Jamie sent me an article at the Wall Street Journal that jigsaw puzzles were selling out, and which probably was promoted by the jigsaw puzzle industry because I immediately went and bought a jigsaw puzzle. I was like, no, no. I mean, that puzzle industry, you know, they're real yeah. shady folks. Yeah, they are. They'll do anything mm-hmm. to get those puzzles. Yeah. <sighs> Tricking us with their adorable kittens and whatever else puzzles are made of this a photograph of the city of uh las vegas with the strip is what all oh, right now god damn it i'm yeah. so close i'm so close but i'm still not quite <laughs> there jamie calls it my hobby area i've never loved him more than like we're sharing this table and he's just like this is your ho- your hobby area. I'm like I'm putting a puzzle <laughs> together. Love that you call it my hobby area because like, I envision myself like making bows or like sewing, making scrunchies or curtains or crap or doing a scrapbook. Like my right. hobby area. No, it's just puzzles. It's just puzzles. Yeah, my hobby area is the corner of 
the coffee table that I just have all of my coloring stuff on. I haven't been doing puzzles. I've just been coloring a lot. Just, you know, something. Yeah. Something to do with my hands. I guess. Started knitting again. Oh, yes. The crochet. I don't know if that's knitting or crocheting. What is that? My mom's been calling it crocheting. Okay. Because you saw a photo of it. You call that with the yarn? That's not knitting. Knitting is the one with the needle and the little thread, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. No. Like needlepoint. No, 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 no. No, that's what I mean. It's not needlepoint. Though right. it did sound like I thought it was needlepoint, but I explained <laughs> needlepoint while I was trying to figure out what to call it. You know, I don't actually know the difference between knitting and crochet. Maybe just the method. Hmm. Well, I, I'm doing one of them. Hmm. And it's it's the easiest one, whatever it is. It's the one that you have, like, all of the um, YouTube videos are basically, like, for children, you know, like, <laughs> that level. Anyone can do it. Yeah. <laughs> for toddlers. Knitting for toddlers. That's... Knitting for the greater good. I'm knitting... <laughs> yeah, I'll probably... Well, I was going to say I could send this blanket somewhere, but... I mean, it's kind of probably the equivalent of like a smallpox blanket now. Like, Which it's funny ever. that you say that because my mom is sending me a blanket that she just crocheted for me. Um, and I'm like... <laughs> You're like, have you been self-quarantining? <laughs> yeah. Have you, yeah. Have you taken all necessary precautions? I'm sure she has. You're going to lice all the whole thing when it gets there. Oh, well. Oh, Stephanie just came home with hand sanitizer today. So I guess that's nice. Nice. Good. Yeah. I have one I finally found some purse that I need to get more. And I was like, I guess I'll order it online. Yeah. I'm like, I've been washing my hands so much, but at some point I'm like, I haven't left my house and I don't think I've left my house in six days. Uh, I went out this week for, I mean, even to walk or like whatever. Mm. Yeah. Anywho, you gotta get out. <laughs> yeah, gotta go for a walk. Probably leave my house. No, I mean I've been on the porch and in the backyard and stuff. But yikes. Anyway, it increases my anxiety. You know what's funny is I was like, I'm not even fucking anxious about getting this coronavirus. Earlier, we were on a walk with the dogs. I was walking up a hill, felt short of breath, and thought, Oh God, I've probably contracted the virus. And I'm like, You're walking up a hill. Yeah. You're winded. Calm Everybody gets winded when they're walking up a hill. I know, but it was just like that physical, it was like, oh, one of the symptoms is you may feel short of breath or whatever. So I felt, sh- it was mm-hmm. the first time I felt short of breath. So my immediate generalized anxiety revs its engine and I'm like, <laughs> like, oh my God, oh my God, oh my God, do I have coronavirus? So then I got home, promptly Googled the symptoms, realized it can lie dormant for up to 14 days, they think possibly longer and I'm like yikes yeah I don't like reading about it I'm I'm purposefully avoidant yeah I mean staying informed is good but at the same time well here's the other side of like doing things for the greater good like just kind of being selfish and doing things for your own good um part of that for me is just really limiting my news intake Mm -hmm. I started about like doctors who had contracted it and and hearing like their stories and I started to really freak out and then I had to remember like okay the severity of of it is dependent on how much you like inhale 
or absorb. I don't know the right oh, terminology really? for it. Yeah. Oh, shit. Or at least that's what I heard. So I don't know. But I'm like, you know, doctors, of course, like they're going to get like more severe cases because they're exposed to much more, more. of the virus than yeah. your average person who, you know, you might pick it up like on a grocery cart or whatever. And like sure. it's just like a thing. And it's not like a concentrated, like someone sneezed in your mouth, you know? Yeah. But I don't, I don't know. Don't, don't take my word for that. Cause that could be bullshit. Who knows? It's just something I read somewhere. I need to, yeah, no, no, I need to that's interesting. Well, you know, someone, the lead singer, I saw this before I called you. Um, thanks, CNN alerts. Why do I have those? I don't, I need to turn mm-hmm. that shit off. Oh, no. What? Uh, Jamie. What's happening? Sorry. I think we're still recording. Um, it's recording still. Okay. Um, it's, I got a pop-up that says our, we may be disconnected because we're signed in from a different device than I thought he maybe was on his computers. Oh. Um, we're going to leave that in. I'm not even going to have Paula. <laughs> I like that I just screamed, Jamie! Like they're saying, Jamie! Jamie! Get off of <laughs> Zoom! Um, yeah. Paolo's been great, by the way, with these, uh, speaking of Paolo, thank you for your hard work. Yes, thank these you, sir. Crazy. By the way, we should use Zoom. This is much better. It's much better than Skype. Oh, my sorry, God. Sorry, Skype. Yeah, no, I'm not sorry, Skype. I'm not sorry <laughs> at all. You need to improve your platform. Here's another thing, Skype. You had an opportunity to advertise with us. You didn't move on that. So. <laughs> they're, they're really bummed about it. They're so bummed. They're <laughs> so uh, really missing out. Um, <laughs> So, yeah, I mean, okay, so circling back to, like, the main topic, like, before even this, I think, in general, like, my my stance on kind of, like, doing things for the greater good is is pretty much on par with, yes, when possible, always. Yeah, of course. I I just, I, it, it drives me nuts when people get really, um, so self- focused or like just focused on like their like immediate family or their financial situation and just mm-hmm. completely forget that we live in a world with a lot of other people and sometimes the laws aren't going to go in your favor and like but if they're helping people that's the most important thing yeah you know yeah. Or like if we're taking care of each other and like taking care of of you know people who who are less fortunate or you know through systemic racism and you know, misogyny have, have not had the opportunities that other people have had. Like, yes, you take, do everything that you can to help take care of. And I don't mean free handouts. I don't mean that. I mean, give services and offer services to help people help themselves and to help people have access to opportunity. Also, if you're in a position of power, scoot the fuck over and let somebody else have your platform that hasn't had a platform before. Like, yeah. get out of the way. Yeah, stop the yeah. holding on to your power with, like, yeah. white knuckles. My thing, white. <laughs> yeah. When we started talking about this earlier, when I think about the greater good, the two things that come to mind for me are... Um, that I shouldn't be buying clothing made in fact sweat 
shops, which mm-hmm. is everything. Like when I see some things made in like Bangladesh or China, like I'm just like, fuck, like I know what that, I know what that is. I know what that is. Yeah. And I buy yeah. it. Yeah. And then the other thing is like anything tested on animals. Like I used yeah. to be really, really diligent about it. And um, it's one of the few holdovers that I've kept since I started eating meat again after becoming vegetarian many moons ago and then stopping. Um, I used to be like re- downright like religious about it. And I've, I've gotten more lax and I need, that's something that I really should go back to. Um, Cause yeah. like you vote with your money in this country, you know, and but, and yeah. everywhere, everywhere you vote with your money. Yeah, no, absolutely. And I think, but I think that um, one of the reasons why it's hard to be kind of more diligent about that stuff, like I always, yeah, think about it and need to be too. And first of all, it's time. Mm-hmm. It takes a lot more time and research to like research and find products that, um, you know, aren't in some way problematic or don't ladder up to some um, parent company who's problematic. Mm-hmm. Or, you know, testing on animals. Or yes, that's right. Involved in sweatshops. And um, so, I mean, that, but it's it's worth doing and everybody should be doing it. If more people did it, then this business model wouldn't stand, you know? Right. Yeah. But the, the problem is, is that like a lot of the time, sort of with just the consumerist culture in general, but, you know, you want to keep up with like fashion, mm-hmm. clothes, even kind of expensive clothes these days aren't really made to last in the same ways that they used to be because of the way that like fashion cycles out so fast and things become out of fashion so quickly so it's just sort of like oh you're not going to keep this for 20 years or this won't be like one of five dresses that you own total right that's your wardrobe yeah you know um so there's like factors like that but then it's also just sort of this like the masses can have access to like luxury goods mm-hmm. and yeah. that means that they come at a cheaper price but also a higher human cost yes and an animal cost yeah just sentient beings like to quote I, i'm gonna do that thing i do where i quote anya defranco whatever <laughs> that's good um she when uh, there's a line she likens, uh, she talks about this very sentiment and she says, it's, it's as easy as breathing to participate. Mm-hmm. And that's the thing. It's like so convenient and it's also second nature, right? Yeah. It's just like, oh, here it is. This is what I do. This is habit. It's, this is how we do this. And like, in order to break it, it's like, again, it, it almost seems unnatural. It's like, yeah. it's a way of living that doesn't feel yeah, I just think that's such a great way of putting it. It's as easy as breathe because it's like, so, yeah, second nature and you have to like unthink. Yeah. Well, yeah, absolutely. Because like everybody else is doing it. Mm-hmm. So then it seems more okay. Mm-hmm. And then it's in the media and you're being advertised all of that all the time. Right. So it's just sort of like you're being normalized stuff. So it's right. like, this must be okay because like, oh, like uh, advertising is getting really good at, you know, messaging that seems so human and you know in touch with you know the the world and and is doing all this good and has like all these like great messages or whatever and you're like sometimes that's true usually mm-hmm. those items are like made by small small companies mm-hmm. they are a little bit more expensive they're sort of more like save up for items mm-hmm. but uh yeah and and they t- they're harder to find because they don't 
spend their money on advertising. Yeah. That well, and they don't have they either like don't have the budget for it or like they're you know, they're starting they're starting out. Fiona <laughs> She's sitting on my earphone cord. So I had to move her. She's such a star. Such a star. Star She's of the pot. Diva is what she is. She's Fiona the like, cat. She's on my lap right now, like a little paws are on my knee. She's purring. Very cute. Jamie and I are going to have to start going for drives because these dogs, I mean, I think they're going to have like severe separation anxiety. Like they, now they do this thing where they just follow us from room to room. <laughs> and they're like, here, us. Is here. It's yeah. Amazing. Like I get up, they stand up. They're like, <laughs> we're going to the next room. Like we're all a pack now. We live together constantly. And I'm like, okay, we need to, <laughs> we need to break this up. This is crazy. Um, but yeah, it's nice to be home with them, but also it's, I do wonder, I, I know, so we're sort of like popping in and out of our topic, but it's... Oh, for the first time ever. Yeah, we never do this. We've never done this. I'm um, going to be, I'm just going to be frank with you. I'm finding it very hard to stay on this topic. And I'm wondering, like, if I were, yeah, if I were in therapy right now, my therapist would be like, why do you think you're avoidant? You know mm-hmm. what I mean? She would like address the avoidance and then I would be like, fuck. So if I ask myself, like, why do I think I'm avoidant? Um, I think I don't want to think about it. I mean, I think it's yeah. just as simple as like, I am pissed and I don't, and I know it's for the greater good and it's a shitty thing. And I hate that we're all going through this and we're all going through it together. And I want to have a more... I don't know. I, I, I think I'm challenged by the frame of mind that I'm mm-hmm. in sometimes with it. And I mm-hmm. wish that I was a little more um, present. I think I'm, I think I'm, I think I disassociate. I think I'm in denial. I think I'm like, I keep telling everybody take it day by day. I think I'm not fully processing it. So mm-hmm. I think by not diving into it and talking too much about it, it allows me to keep it like safe at an arm's length where I don't have to like feel it. The, the, just the self-isolation thing or? All of it. Just everything. I'm not processing it. Mm-mm. Mm-hmm. I get sad and then I immediately um, pivot to other things. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, okay, I'll just do this right now. And, oh, yeah. Or I sleep. Every night I'm, I'm sound asleep out like a light by like 10, sometimes 9.30. I'm just thing. Mm. I'm like, what else is there to do? I've been doing the opposite. I've been staying Every, up later. All my clients are like, I stay up till four or five in the morning and then I get up at like noon. And I'm like, I think yeah. what I'm doing, I don't get up at noon. I get, I'm getting up at like eight, 8.30. Um, so I can have a little bit of time before I sign on to work uh, at nine. But I, I have been going to bed really, really late. And I think part of that might be just I need to exhaust myself so I mm-hmm. don't wake up in the middle of the night. Because if I wake uh, up in the middle of the night, it's over. Like that yeah. is, there's no more distractions. Like I'm not going to get up and watch something. I'm not going to turn on a light and read something. I'll just be awake. And you should do both of those things. 
get up and watch something <laughs> yeah. and get, get up and read something seriously. Cause you like the thing, the studies but I about, if I'm going to wake up at three in the morning, I might as well just stay up until three in the morning. <laughs> stay up. And then when you get tired, I mean, hopefully the timing works out. If it's like five, go back to bed, get up at like whatever it is. But studies on sleep hygiene have showed that like, it's actually better for you. If you train, if you don't associate the bed with like, if you get into a pattern of like, when you wake up at three and like, you're just laying there and you're like, uh, like if you actually get up, get yourself comfortable, like put in headphones and get out of the bad zone, get out of the bed, get out of, right. Open a a book, do something static on your phone. Make sure you have your yellow light on, not your blue light for your (laughs) devices. But yeah, I think, I think a lot of people are struggling with sleep hygiene right now. Yeah. I I think that's like a totally normal thing. Like I'm only sleeping that much because again, I'm in denial and I am like, I guess I'll just sleep now. I'm also getting the best sleep of my life, which I regret since I stopped drinking. And I wish that weren't the case. And every time I talk to somebody who's either quit drinking for a while or they don't drink, the first thing they fucking ask me is, what do you think of the sleep? And I'm like, it's crazy. See, that's so weird because whenever I take like, a month off from drinking like the last time I can't sleep mm, I have the worst fucking sleep of my life it's weird yeah and I feel like I I don't know like I've just been I don't wake up I mean knock on wood tonight I'll wake up in the middle of the night because I'm saying this but um, <laughs> but I've just been getting really good sleep and I've been able to fall asleep but I'm also like I've built in routines like I'm a big fan of doing the crossword on my phone. Yeah. I mean, I guess I've always just been a good sleeper. So anytime I don't sleep well, I take it as a personal offense or front. Like what the fuck? Like yeah. I get mad at either like whatever woke me up, I get mad at it. Yeah. <laughs> so then like, I just, I get really stubborn about it too. And then I'm like, no, I refuse to let this beat me. I will sleep. <laughs> And then I usually do. So has that been helpful for, has your stubbornness been helpful for you during this time where like, if you wake up in the middle of the night and you're having difficulty, like you were saying earlier, have you been able to like will yourself? Yeah, but I kind of just do my go-to, go back to sleep. I don't know what to call it. Tactic. Okay. Um, which is, um, I think about like a show that I like that is really, um, like kind of mindless, like not heavy or deep, something that's like fun and lighthearted. Uh-huh. And then I just like write my own episodes or I'll do that with books. Fun. Like I'll just start like writing my own like narratives about like where I want things to go or wouldn't it be cool if this happened? And I'll just kind of like watch shows in my head, but like what I would make them. I love that. I always fall asleep like really quickly though. Cause like, yeah. I'm just like thinking, thinking, thinking. And then I'm like, Oh, that's fine. It's almost like falling asleep watching TV. Yeah. I, I was just telling Jamie this on the walk. Cause we were admiring craftsman houses. I, mine lately is suddenly we've been gifted this house and I decide what kind of yard I want. I decide mm-hmm. what color I'm going to paint it. I go room by room. I redecorate. I decide if I'm going to make an addition on the back. What will the deck that I build look like? Like I go room by room and completely remodel this house. But again, it's kind of that like making plans and something to look forward mm-hmm. to, right? Like, yeah, totally. 
and it's soothing. It's a soothing thought for me. Mm-hmm. I like design. I like thinking things like that out. Like, yeah, I, I like that. It's funny because um, I have a hard time kind of like imagining what I want my space to look like. And, um, and you know, we've lived in this house almost a year. It'll be a year next month. Um, and that's crazy, by the way. I know. Wow. And it's still like not anywhere near like decor-wise what I want would want it to be. But then I realized I just wasn't spending enough time here. Well, guess what, Lily? Yeah, I know. Well, I've like done so much. <laughs> Good in the news. Past two weeks. I've done so much because I've just been like staring at like seriously, just like staring at my walls and kind of like imagining what where I want things to go. And finally I got like unafraid of like putting nails in the wall and hanging mm-hmm. things up and then being like, Oh God, I regret hanging that there. And I'm just like, I'm just going to put things on the wall because I need things on the wall. Yeah. So I've done a lot of like rearranging and like decor stuff. Yeah. <laughs> but like, it, it's been nice. It's been, that's been helpful too. It's been kind of soothing to like, yeah, just being here all day and looking at the same stuff. I at least want something interesting to look at. 100%. I'm with you on that. Yeah. yeah. I mean, but then it's funny because I'm trying to find this balance right now between like too aspirational and just aspirational enough. So like mm-hmm. looking at like design blogs, for instance, to get inspiration, but then not going too in depth with it because I'm terrified to spend any money because we're all probably going to lose our jobs. Mm-hmm. And so I don't want to spend any money and like buy big items, but at the same time, I, I want like, my space to feel great right now. So I'm kind of trying to find like what are ways that I can like spruce up my place with what I already have. And like, yeah, we re-examining what, what I already have and maybe how I can just like change it in a slight way to make it feel new or seem new or. Yeah. And I love doing that shit. I do it all the time. Like I'm, I'm constantly like, how can I rearrange this room? Or like, where could I put that? Like it's a, it's a, it's a fun thing to do. Or like that day you and I accidentally got high, um, gold leafing your... <laughs> That's <shop>. right. Yeah. <laughs> and we, cl- we completely closed the house off. There's no windows open. No, no we just open. started. We just started. You introduced me to Karen Dalton that day. You were like, <laughs> oh, like if you like Carly Simon or whatever, you uh, put this on. And I was like, oh my God, this is so good. And I think like the, the Karen Dalton was on. I can just like visually replay it in my mind. We just started and we weren't going to get as far as we got. And then our friend came over as we were wrapping up and he walked in and was like, holy shit, you guys need to stop, go outside get and some immediately air. open up all of these windows. And I was like, we were kind of methy. We were just yeah. like, God, this is so much fun. This is so easy. Oh my God, her voice is great. Like we're just like little hummingbirds. Well, yeah. And then also like kept getting, like I remember kind of like putting my head inside the bookshelf and like getting like small corners. And yeah. Like, oh, it got a gold leaf, this tiny corner. Angular and very <laughs> modular. And yeah, yeah. You really had to get in those crevices. Uh, yeah. That was hilarious. Oops. Accidental high accidental highs (laughs) speaking of accidental highs yes um purposeful highs Mm -hmm. i've been trying to well no that's not true i tried gummies twice Mm -hmm. and i'm too afraid to take more but i was kind of like this didn't really do anything how much did you take 
like half like a half a one and it was those purple ones like the that brand that you showed us you have like a green one and a purple one yeah this is like the blackberry or whatever one it's like indica i I like that one a lot it's just the purple one i think it's only five milligrams Mm. per try a three quarter yeah, maybe I'll just off, keep like, yeah, slowly just, upping the dosages. Yeah. Try a three quarter. Yeah, I just kind of taking half, and you're like, uh, then maybe it's not quite enough. Yeah, like I just want like slight. I don't know Is what it's affecting you at it. all. I don't think so. Steph said yes because she's like, you seemed really relaxed, and I was like, but I was also coloring. I'm always relaxed when I'm coloring. It's like my Zen activity. Mm. Well, maybe you just didn't notice the effects because you were already engrossed in a like, yeah, maybe. I think I'm just looking for something that makes me feel cozy, but not tired. I really like Granimals. This brand that we, or this strain that we found, Granimal. I just love the name too. So much. It's, yeah, it's cute. Uh, um, Granimals is this uh, strain that is mostly like, I think, Indica and it's like, this great body high, like the perfect, um, like I had this moment where I was doing a puzzle and I realized the chair, I, I was at a table and there's a chair across from me and that I could put my feet up on the chair. And when I put my feet up on the chair, I swear to God, I felt like I had just done a revolutionary act. I was like, <laughs> I was like, oh my God, so how have I not been living this way? <laughs> like, I mean, it was like that kind of high. And I was like, oh, I am here. It's like, a, I call it a hammock high. I'm like where you're just like every, every little thing you're like, Oh, now that's nice. That is a really good way of putting it because a hammock is the best place to be on the planet where you're just relaxed and you find Mm -hmm. yourself like putting your feet up or you're like, like I start stretching and then I'm like, yeah, I'm just, why was I even sitting like that? My body was so tight. Like I, I love that shit and live for it. I'm into it. Some of that. Yeah. I don't know. Because I mean, keep experimenting. I think I, small I don't doses. Think that I've been drinking more than I normally do. Maybe a little bit more, but I don't really feel like I've been drinking too terribly much. But uh, yeah, I don't know. Because at some point you're just like, because drinking for me is like way more social, mm-hmm. more fun, like social activity. It's not like a. I would love to get drunk right now and watch a lot of Sopranos, you know, like <laughs> my problem is that I would, which is why I had to stop drinking for a while. Um, I absolutely would love nothing more than to swim in a bottle of red wine and put the Sopranos on. Like that's my problem. It's just, yeah, I think I'm looking for something. I mean, I, maybe I should just kind of start dabbling more with the weed because it just, it always seems like the thing that people do when they, would rather just kind of not talk to anyone and be by themselves. Um, yeah, I mean, I guess it depends on how you like to get stoned. It just doesn't seem like it's social of a drug or if this, or, or like what you're doing, like the social thing that you're doing is not like, I don't know. I, I, I don't even know. I mean, cause I'm like, what do I do when I drink with my friends? And I normally just talk to them, but like getting stoned doesn't, it doesn't feel like, like I want to have like a lot of like fun conversation with my pals right now. To me, it's like, I would much rather like watch a movie and not talk to anybody. Yeah. I think it's just how it affects you. 
I mean, like the other night, like we got stoned and we were, he was, Jamie was going to work and I was going to puzzle. And then we wound up actually having a great conversation. So you just never know, you know? Yeah. It's where you're at. It's how it strikes you, I guess, in the moment. Yeah. I mean, I guess that's anything. It's like whatever base mood you started with. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I don't know. That's the thing too that's scary these days because I'm like, my base mood is getting like worse and worse. Yeah. The other day I was, it's funny, we're talking about this. I was just like having like the, the coronavirus blues where I was like, mm. and I asked Jamie, it was on the, I think it was Sunday. And I had a migraine most of the weekend. I was finally kind of coming around and I was like, I want something that makes me feel good. And I was like, I, we need like a feel good, like weed. And then I was like, you know what? I retract that statement because so much of anything is contingent upon me feeling good. Mm-hmm. You know, like, cause I can go into anything and spin it the downward mm-hmm. that is. It's the other way that's hard. Yeah. Yeah. I think, yeah, just trying to kind of stay in a zone that isn't so bleak. I don't know. Yeah. No, it's hard. I mean, that's part of like what tonight's topic was, right? I mean, like this is, it's not ideal. It's not easy. It's putting all of us in very trying circumstances and we're just doing the best with what we've got. Yeah. I mean, I think that too, it's just sort of, I get used to things and then I get um, trapped in that thing. And that's how I've stayed in so many horrible relationships and friendships in my life. Um, You're welcome. (laughs) (laughs) i'm specifically talking about you i'm just Uh, like uh, you can leave anytime you want (laughs) (laughs) no i think i've gotten better at it but um i just think that it's like a natural tendency that i have like i get kind of like i get stuck in these zones and i think that i'm afraid that that's going to happen now where it's just Mm. like even once we can leave our houses i'm just going to be like "Mm," but i'm just so used to just not i'm just used to being with my cats and now that seems weird and scary and it seems like change and I don't like change I like things to you know be as comfortable as I can make them because like are you loving it are you loving being at home no I fucking hate it I'm so over it you're gonna be fine I think you're gonna be desperate to get out of the house what's interesting to me is I kind of have moments where I really really love it yeah, I mean, there are moments for sure because I, I, I'm I'm kind of like a introverted homebody by nature, and like this is how I recharge and stuff. But I'm like I'm fully charged. Like I don't need to fucking be here anymore. But I think that the the thing that is gonna fuck me up when it's time to leave the house is that um I'm gonna have to readjust my patterns to um, keep my anxiety at bay. Because I I'm, I'm the, I have very delicate balances about like how I interact with the world and how I go out in the world mm-hmm. based on keeping my anxiety balanced. And when I'm not used to doing something or something is unfamiliar or new, it completely throws me off and I have a... I need a lot more time to reset and recharge. I retreat into myself a lot more. So this is what I'm afraid of. Like now I'm just going to get so like used to being in this and like going out there is going to like 
I'm not going to understand how to balance that stuff as naturally again. You know what I mean? Yeah. I mean, I, I think it's an understandable fear, but I think you've been like out in the world enough that it's going to come back. I mean, I don't think you're going to be quarantined that long. And I mean, I think you'll be like ready. Yeah. Yeah. I think we'll all be ready and you can take it in small doses in the same way that you would socializing in the past. You can just do it at your comfort level, whether it's like just having people over or going out or, you know, because I also don't think we're going to be like doing any kind of big concerts or meetings or gatherings for a long time. Like I, I don't, I think that you're going to be forced into a gradual reintegration. Yeah, <clears throat> I think so. I mean, well, just like I've had to get used to being on the phone, which is my least favorite thing. And now it's like <laughs> Tell all your day, wife every I day. Said, <laughs> Tell your wife I said, God bless you. Wow, you can hear that? This microphone is good. And I don't know if, if there's... bless you. I don't know if there's a cat toy, but I hear something rattling. Oh. Oh, wait. Move again? Move. <laughs> I think it's a microphone on your hair. Oh, I just started hearing it. Sorry. Don't apologize. <laughs> I thought it was a cat rattle. This whole time I've been envisioning a cat playing under the table with a rattle. No. And also my chair is kind of squeaky. Um, no, the cat's not with me. I think they might be with Stephanie. Oh, no. <laughs> I can see Cowboy around the corner. Hi, Cowboy. Oh, poor thing. He had to go to the vet yesterday. I know. I got to see him, which was... Oh, yeah, that's right. He, he visited over. you on your porch. Mm-hmm. He was very cute. The dogs yeah. heard him meow, and they were just like, whoop. <sighs> like, get yeah, off Who the fuck dude. is that? <laughs> yeah, so today he's been, like, kind of lethargic, and when he woke up, his eyes were, like, his pupils were super dilated. Oh. So he got he got a... um vaccination and then also he got some cold medicine because he's been sneezing and he's got a weepy eye and it's sad oh, anyway virus. i freaking talk about my cats so much now and it's embarrassing like now you're just work me. meetings people are like oh like what's going on with you guys like what's up with your lives and in, in isolation i'm like well my cats are snoring into each other's faces right now and they've really started doing this thing where like he'll tuck it and i'm like fucking stop talking stop talking <laughs> people want to hear it oh no they don't i mean people might want like a cat cameo on the camera but they do not want me to wax poetic about their sleeping patterns and how cute they are i like it (laughs) god no yeah i think that that's something that i've been thinking about though it's gonna be really really interesting uh, when we can leave our houses, like what our pets are going to think, like, are they going to be happy? Or are they going to be like, finally, like the house by ourselves? Are they going to be really confused and not know what to do? Are they going to have separation anxiety? I think mine are going to have separation anxiety, but they're dogs. So. Yeah. Um, yeah. I'm ready, but there's, there's still going to be, we still have some time before that happens. Yeah. Yeah, that's the other thing. Um, I have been doing that. I think we talked about this last week, but I've been like slowing down my projects. So I have like written out a lot of like goals and things that I want to do and get done around the house. Mm -hmm. But I've been like trying to like measure them out. So I'm not like 
everything at once. You know, I've kind of almost done decorating the living room. So I'm like, shit, that's done. And now I'm like, okay. You'll find more projects. I have a lot of projects in my on my list and I'm just trying to like space them out because I'm afraid that I'll run out. <laughs> and then it's just going to become like clean the bathroom again. I think that you will have, you will have more projects. I think they'll keep coming. We'll see. Like our friend is building an outdoor bar, which I think is so awesome. So cool. It's so, yeah. I'm just like, yeah, maybe like building things. Like maybe I really need to like get, get out the power tools and start. Like, <laughs> yeah. I'll build onto like, the house. I'll build like a, a cat enclosure in the backyard or something. I'm here for it. Or maybe finally that um, that outdoor litter box that like runs through like, oh, the window yeah. with a yeah, little yeah, like, yeah. crawl space to the outside. Finally, time. <laughs> you have the time. <laughs> um, we did it. Oh God! What? Yeah. How, well, how long have we been talking? What day is it? What is time? Who am I? <laughs> Who am I? Who am I? Where am I? Mm-hmm. What year is it? For fuck's sake! Yeah, March had like seven hundred days in it, and then I had the fucking gall today to be like, "How is it April already?" I'm like, "Bitch, you have done nothing but complain about how long March is." Now April's here, and suddenly your ass is like, "This is just too fast for me." I'm like, "I never. Well, I'm just not satisfied." 2020, it feels like it's been here for a million years. And yeah, yeah it's only April. That's insane. 2020 is weird, man. I participated and I'm participating in fucking Lent. I was only, I was going to start drinking again t- today promptly. Uh, I could, I guess. Could at any minute. Um, <laughs> but I, was st- I actually read about the Lent tradition today. And now I'm like, I think I have to go. And it's not Easter. I thought it was Easter. It's like, it's next week just next week in the middle of the week you could do Thursday oh. you could do Saturday so you're- yeah I thought it was Easter too so that would be me like too yeah no it's just a week weird and almost a week exactly yeah it's just like one more weekend if I decide to do it anyway yeah 2020 has been weird mm-hmm. I uh I participated in a religious thing and and here's the thing this is why it's fucking weird do you see me do you see me trying to like convince myself to do Lent that's inner Catholic guilt that shit never goes away. <laughs> like, what am I doing? I'm not, I'm not a Catholic. What am I trying to, and then I had, I went on this whole, I, what am I doing? I'm taking us on a tangent, but like I went on this whole Wikipedia spiral about mortification of the flesh, which is part of Lent. Just spend some time with that shit on Wikipedia. No, I don't, I don't like it. Don't like no, it one bit. Like that, Talk what, about that, shame. Ooh. Is it that self-flagellation shit? Uh, no, but it's just basically feel like shit in your own skin occasionally. And just remember that having bodily desire, it, it's, yeah. Anyway. Yeah. It's almost like self-harm. Yeah. It's, it's all part of the same thing. Like the flagellation shit is like part of it as well. It's basically yeah. like you have like bodily desires. How fucking dare you? Number one. Oh, Christ. Yeah. <laughs> Christ, literally. Mm. Christ on a cracker. Christ on crutches. <laughs> I should bring some of those back. Those were fun exclamations for me back in the day. <laughs> Christ on crutches. What now? Oh, um, so also, Christ on a cracker. We're almost out of time. Ooh, all right. <laughs> <laughs> we made it. We did uh, just over an hour. 
Okay. And we managed to successfully almost completely avoid the topic. <laughs> oh yeah. You know, I think that, um, I think that that might just kind of keep happening. I, I have a feeling because even trying to come up with a topic tonight, I was just like not inspired. And I think it might just be because like, you know, the topic of our podcast is really heavy. And mm-hmm. I just think that there's so much heaviness out there right now that I just like my body won't even let me. No, I know. Add to it, you know, without it being kind of like a selfish um, exploration of my own feelings, which (laughs) that's not for the greater good. Um, But I think that, yeah, (laughs) just kind of like trying to process is just so much in and of itself that I mean, our podcast like for the foreseeable future might just turn into like us fucking chatting about. Fine this situation it kind of always was that's it kind true. of always was just us well, chatting sometimes and, we're better about staying on topic than others yeah but I think it's going to be harder now too because like we are not seeing each other socially at all so this is like the only time we're really hanging out it's true because we're kind of so, hanging out yeah this is like hangout time too <laughs> mixed with we need to hang out check-in like general check-in we need to do virtual hangouts I know yeah for sure if you've been listening and you made it to the end um, oh god bless you god bless you (laughs) um and also thanks um if you're asleep (laughs) if we bored you someone like let the best sleep of your life (laughs) best sleep of your life um remember don't lay in bed get up do something else if you need to Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. yeah, so next week we'll probably be back and we'll be just chatting at you again. Yeah, you know, until we can get a grasp on this thing. Yeah, and maybe come up with a topic that is starting to make sense in our hearts and minds. Mm-hmm. We might have to do some serious um talks about the podcast and the direction and the yeah. climate and et cetera. Yeah. Definitely. How do we keep it interesting so people don't just listen to us talk about... Um... We have to be interested. <laughs> I think that's part of the thing is we, we have to be genuinely interested and invested in the topic and, yeah, will, and no, willing to go there, Yeah, which was my problem tonight. I thought I was and I wasn't. Yeah. Once I started to kind of explore it, I was like, I want to fucking do this. <laughs> pivot, pivot, pivot. Talk about this, talk about that. Yeah. 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 Um, All right. Well... Thanks for listening. Thanks for joining us. Please always reach out if you need. If you know, fuck, if you're lonely, if you're stir crazy, if you, I don't know, want a good soup recipe. Yeah, I've been making some. <laughs> yeah, same. Yeah, same. it's been soup weather. It's soup weather. It's comfort food. Yeah. yeah. So, um, you can find us on the socials at ShamePod. You can email us same pod at gmail.com you can um sky write us we're in san diego um <laughs> right. but uh regardless i think if you come back then we'll just uh see you next tuesday, next tuesday. Hi, guys. take care of yourselves um <laughs> and, and you good for you for social isolating good for you for yeah the greater yeah good. good for you You're doing it for humanity mm-hmm. proud of you all right <laughs> Bye. Bye.